Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Market Close Report for Thursday, the 2nd of March. Well, uh, basically a repeat of what took place yesterday, almost a carbon copy, very little movement by the end of the session, which maybe might not be a bad thing considering we had a loss of around 3% on our market last month. But it is clear that uh, it is quite a contrast to what we saw in February when we were getting dozens of companies releasing profit results almost on a daily basis. Things have really dried up since and uh, there's been evidence of that in how our market has performed in the last couple of sessions. So today we had uh, the ASX 200 barely budging, lifting by just 3.8 points, or that's less than a tenth of a percent higher to 7,255. And then we had the broader or Lordmary's index lifting by less than four points as well. But uh, today's improvements, enough to recoup most of yesterday's very modest pullback. Now today what we saw across the market was just two sectors lifting, the materials and the energy sectors. We'll get to the, some of the reasons why in a moment. The rest of the market was all down. So nine of 11 sectors fell back. The financials did quite poorly, falling in the order of 2%. That was certainly a weight. And also supermarket chains seem to weigh on the consumer staples. If we look at some of the winners on our market, first up though, South32 was the best performer. It rose 5.1%. This is a company that used to be part of BHP before being spun off a number of years ago. And BHP, on the other hand, the largest miner on our market was up around 4%. Uh, now, South32 and BHP and also Rio Tinto um, rose very strongly today. They're all actually trading ex-dividend next week on Wednesday. That's the cutoff for who's going to get dividend payments. Uh, and also Woodside Energy, which is paying out its biggest dividend ever, actually, in the early part of, uh, of April, rose by about 2.1%. Now, one of the reasons why we saw those strong gains today and a reason why the 10 best performers on our market were all resource stocks was essentially what happened yesterday in China. Uh, we had an update that showed its economy has been recovering at a faster than anticipated pace uh, from the COVID lockdowns. They've recently reopened their borders and economy. That's obviously a good sign because Australia sells about a third of its exports over to China each year and commodities make up a healthy chunk of that. So that's been helping commodity prices improve in the last day or so and in turn some improvements across the board here as well. The A2 Milk Company also up. You have to look quite far down the list of winners to get to A2 Milk, but it rose about 2.2%. It's uh, fallen back a little since releasing its profit results uh, recently. As far as the losers are concerned on our market, uh, Coles was down 3.1%. Woolies was down by more than one. The reason why the supermarket chains weighed on the consumer staples today is they're both trading ex-dividend. So you're going to be hearing more of this, I guess, in the days and, and weeks ahead as more and more companies start to pay dividends out to investors. St. Barbara Mines was down in the order of 3.5% today. Now, it was one of the uh, underperformers in that resource space, and it seemed to be due to an ongoing environmental inquiry in Canada surrounding a mine. Adbri didn't do well either, down 3.2%. We also had declines from many other building materials companies like Brickworks, for example, and Boral. There was a report today, a monthly update, uh, showing that the number of building approvals being granted to developers in January uh, actually fell to the lowest levels in around a decade. So perhaps a sign that construction is slowing and of course nine consecutive rate hikes that we've had so far has not been helpful on that front. Elsewhere, ANZ and the banks in general have fallen for three straight days now. It was down about 2.7%, so it led them lower. Uh, this is days out now from the Reserve Bank's next interest rate decision. That's gonna be next Tuesday. And at the moment, at least, it's widely expected by the market uh, that the Reserve Bank is likely to lift rates for a 10th 
straight meeting next Tuesday. So we'll wait and see what happens. In the last week or so, you know, we've had some sluggish economic data showing that inflation has slowed, showing that uh, jobs data, uh, jobs growth has basically uh, stalled and is going backwards at the moment as, as well. Uh, and economic growth yesterday in an update also was a little softer than what some had anticipated. So that certainly plays a part in this perhaps, and, but we'll wait and see what happens for the Reserve Bank next month. Uh, as far as currencies are concerned, we've had a mixed bag today. The Aussie weakened a bit against the US, sitting at about uh, 67.4 US. Uh, it's flat against the euro, but it did improve against the Kiwi, the yen, and also the British pound. Now, looking forward to tonight, as far as some of the things to expect, the highlight is without a doubt going to be an update on European inflation. That's going to be out later on this evening at uh, 9 p.m. Uh, Sydney time or Eastern Daylight time. That'll be a talking point tomorrow. Anytime we get inflation from a major economy or a, a major part of the world, we're going to see markets paying very close attention. So the weaker this is, essentially the better it's going to be probably for markets. Tomorrow on our market, things will get pretty quiet. Uh, we do have Ampol though, Treasury Wine Estates and Southern Cross Media Trading ex-dividend. On the economic front, we'll get some figures on lending and also car sales as well. And we also get some data on out of China, which is going to receive a bit of attention at around lunchtime. On that note, everyone, have a great evening. We'll do this again tomorrow.